0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this crazy earth's journey, (laughs) I hope you're able to uh, stay in the present moment or pull yourself back there and realize In this moment, you're okay. I read a quote today on Instagram by Sadhguru, and it said something along the lines of not worrying about the past or the future because all you have is this present moment, and in the past, you are operating from memory, you and I both know that our memories are not a hundred percent real. I mean, there's my version of the truth and your version of the truth. And the actual truth is neutral somewhere in between my version and your version. And then when you worry about the future, you operate from a place of imagination. You imagine usually catastrophizing. Am I right? <laughs> Can I get a high five on that? I mean, for me, that's, that's my go-to, you know, oh my God, it's going to be terrible. I'm, I'm going to die. I'm going to starve to death. I won't have money. I don't have anything, you know, like that's what I, that's where I was at like for so many years, you know, and I'm still like struggling and I still don't have a job. I was just hired uh, by Preply but I'm a tutor and it's like a tutoring business that you do through their platform as I'm finding out and I'm going through their little tutorials I realize it's not a job I kind of thought they were going to give me my students so I have to have a nice profile you know (laughs) have the students swipe right I'm just kidding it's not a swiping profile but it might as well be it's almost like you know dating but instead of offering you know your undying affection you offer your services as a tutor and your ability to teach uh, whatever it is that you teach probably it's not just English it's everything although I'm going to be teaching um, English so I just feel like you know it's Getting better, everything is getting better. And I noticed that when I started to put my mindset in a place where my future is based on my now thoughts, knowing that my now (laughs) life is based on my past thoughts, as is yours, as is everybody's and I noticed the sad sad place I was feeling how dark I was feeling and I realized well that's because of where I was right so then I changed it all around and I remember thinking well I'm either gonna die or I'm not gonna die and if I die what's so bad in that heaven is a wonderful place I visited often so okay not a problem not that big of a deal I'll get to see all my friends and family who went before me. All right. I'm not going to rush it along. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, just die like at my own hand or something. And I'm going to do everything in my power to stay on the planet where I'm needed. You know, some of you have told me that you need me. You look forward to my show, you know, and that helps. That's encouraging, of course. But I remember thinking, I'm not going to do anything to hurry it along. But if it happened... Is it the worst thing? Well, it's not the ideal thing, but okay. It's not the worst thing. So why am I worried about it? If it's not the worst thing, I'm not worried about it. Why should I be worried? What, me worry? Alfred E. Newman. (laughs) And then I started realizing, well, what if something better than the worst thing happens? What if the itty bitty changes occur and what if I get a little bit more you know um, a little bit of money and I'm able to live from day to day and then I'm able to figure it out and maybe I'm able to actually create a better life and then a better life than that and then eventually what if I'm able to create an amazing life and what if it all started with my mindset right so I start thinking along those lines and well, that's why I'm at the beach. I'm, I'm not in the best, most ideal place at the moment. Of course not. Still looking at a subfloor with holes in it. <laughs> uh, I took a shower in a, yesterday in a shower with holes in it. I mean, there's no tile on the walls. It's an unfinished place. Right now, it's, it's um, way less than ideal. But I see where the potential is, and I like the potential. And I also see where my personal potential is. And it's funny. I ended up in a place full of so much life and potential. And that's the way I describe myself right now. I'm full of life, full of potential. And I know that things are getting better. I know that God has me in the palm of his hand and I'm going to (laughs) either enjoy and bask in the energy of that. Or he's going to crush me in his palm and and then I'll just go to heaven, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Enough with that metaphor. But the point is, if you, if you worry about the future, you're going to bring about what you worry about. And if you stress about the past, now you're stuck in the past and you're going to just create more of that. You're going to pull in your reality. You pull in the reality that you focus on your energy. Your mind is electrical currents. Your mind is um, powerful. It's like a battery, you know, and the thoughts that you're charging up are the thoughts that are going to go. You know, think about like a a little uh, racing car, you know, like the electric cars that you you plug in. You know, Um, when I was a kid, my, my cousins always got, the racing cars um, in a little tiny racetrack and we would build it in the living room on Christmas morning and uh, we had to plug it in and oh my God, the waiting, it was like, it might as well have been three fucking weeks. It took forever. (laughs) It took forever for that thing to um, charge up. It was probably an hour, but you know, when you're eight, (laughs) it takes forever. So we, we're just like, Oh my God, it's like the waiting, you know, that song, the waiting is the hardest part. Right. And then we would put it on and and they would go and they would go and it was so exciting. And they would smash into each other and fly off the (laughs) fly off the path, you know, and, um, that's how we are in life though. Right. We charge and we put our mind in something. And sometimes we put our mind in the wrong thing and we fly off our path. And sometimes we make sure that we stay on the track. We stay on the path and we, we charge appropriately and we go the proper speed. We don't jump into things without looking where we're going and we don't go too fast where we're going to fly off the track. Sometimes we, we do okay. But if you realize that your memories that are holding you back, if you realize that your memories are holding you back, basically, you're going to go, well, I don't need to think about those right now. Let's think about what I really want. And you realize that your fears of the future are also uh, going to hold you back in the future because you're having these fears now. Then maybe it's time to reel those in too. Let's look at right now you can look at what you want. I told you guys yesterday, I found, um, a house that I want to go for. (laughs) I mean, I found like three or four that I really like, but this one house in particular, I mean, Oh my God, she's a beauty. She's, she's a beautiful house or he, I don't know. I don't know what, what house, uh, (laughs) <laughs> what what gender my new house is going to identify as. But this house is, it, it, it's a really beautiful place. And it's, um, I mean, it's incredible. It's so clean looking and there's marble stairs, you know? <laughs> and um, it's just beautiful. It, it's just the view of the ocean. I could open up the windows and imagine just putting my arms out to the side as the wind coming up off the Pacific ocean just caresses my body and, and goes through my hair. You know, I just imagine how wonderful the pool water is going to feel on my body. You know, I imagine that. So if I'm going to think about the future, instead of being afraid of it, I've decided to put myself in that house. Now I've done this before and I've not ended up in the house, (laughs) you know, and that caused a lot of pain. It caused anxiety, but I have done this where it did actually land me in the place I wanted to be. So for me to get here to the beach where I live now, I was visualizing, um, just basically being at the beach itself, not thinking about the place. So I'm not in a place I particularly am fond of yet. I mean, when it gets better, it gets better. But I am at the, I'm four blocks to the beach at night. I hear the ocean and that is of comfort because I know at least I got to this level, right? Now I'm going to go to the next level with the next thing. And I just feel, I just feel like any moment is just going to be like, okay, the dam is bursting. I'm able to get what I need, and everything's going to be fine. And and I've had three or four of you have contacted me, and your psychic, and you say I see I see it bursting forth for you. I see all of a sudden you're just going to take off like your your podcast is going to be just like a dam burst, and now what? <laughs> and I see it too. I feel like eventually that's where we're going to be at. And I have a friend that he's been my dear friend for um, quite some time. He actually wrote me yesterday and said, can you believe it? We've known each other 15 years. Oh my God, 15 years already. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that's, that's incredible, right? Time flies like so it just flies. It, it flies so fast. And so he said the same thing. He, he's also psychic and he says, yeah, it's weird because I keep seeing you in this incredible, amazing life with your, um, famous husband and you're wealthy and you're writing and your, your show is taking off and you're doing everything that you've always wanted to do. And you're doing what you love and life is wonderful for you. He's like, I keep seeing it. I feel like it's, any moment, it is just like just around the corner, like your karma, it's like a dam bursting forth and all of your good karma is finally going to come your way, you know? And I feel the same way. I feel like it too. And you know, I wanted to bring it up because, um, you know, just as a simple reminder of how just focus on the future you want, but then also get back into the moment, present moment Imagine yourself there, but where do you, where are you right now? Don't look at, you know, if you, if you're looking at a (laughs) subfloor with holes in it, like I am, oh God, you know, I, I see it, but I'm like, eh, you know, it's okay. It's, it's, I'm not going to live here forever. Eh, no skin off my nose, having, living in a humble place is fine. It's not who I am. I don't identify with where I am where I'm living. I don't identify with the people around me because I'm me. I'm unique. I know where I'm headed and where I'm going and I'm not worried. I'm not even worried about other people looking at me and judging me because, hey, you know, their judgment shows me more about who they are as human beings than who I am because they don't know me you don't know me. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Judge me all you want. Motherfuckers. I know who I am. I know where I'm going and that's a good place to be. It's a place of empowerment. And I expect that you will be working towards this place. If you're not already there also, you know, hopefully my words will help you light that fire. As they say, get that, uh, you know, fuel going the correct way, you know, putting that energy and that charge into that thing that you need, you know, to stay on that path and not fly off that track. (laughs) So, um, oh, there's, uh, there's an actor writing me. Oh my God. I haven't seen him in five years. He's going to be a famous actor actually in Columbia my friend, Jordan Shavonk. So <laughs> there's a shout out to him. I, he doesn't watch the show. I'm sure of it or listen to the show, but, um, he's actually, he's, he's gained. He's like in these commercials in Columbia. Anyway, he just wrote me. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I've seen him on TV. It's like, Oh, there's Jordan. It's so cool. A different Jordan. Not the, not the ex roommate slash ex, friend now. Um, (laughs) Oh God. Um, you know, and even that, like it's just everything. When you start to think about the beautiful life that you want, the things that won't be moving forward with you, the people that will not be moving forward with you to your beautiful life, they fall to the wayside. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how that happened. You know, I knew that I was going to have to move. I knew that I was going to have to find a place. I didn't know where, what was happening. And then my one friend who kind of was the reason that I stayed longer than I ought to have. Well, not really. Cause I had, I had my, my, um, my contract lease—I had a one-year lease—and so I knew that I was going to move out of that area. When, um, but the—he re- was actually my so my ex-roommate. You know, before I lived with him, when I thought we were still friends, I didn't realize how disrespectful, and narcissistic, and um, absolutely selfish this bastard is. I had no idea. And and you know what's funny is before. Uh, he moved in with me, he was the reason secretly in my mind that I might want to stick around this neighborhood. I might want to stay in this city. I might want to be kind of close by because I cared about him and his wife, right? They were my friends, you know, and I, I still consider her my friend, but the fact that she went along with his weird little plot to get her to fight against me on his behalf the way that he was able to manipulate her also i mean once she sees it she's gonna be out of it but you know either he's gonna change or she's gonna leave him eventually i mean it's i fixed their marriage for the most part from the energetic shit that i did but i just kind of see the writing on the wall right it's gonna be one more incident and one more thing. And it's going to just be over unless he completely changes himself. And you know, maybe he's making strides for that and more power to him. Yay. Hope he does it. But I feel like this whole situation came about on purpose from the powers that be in the universe so that I would not factor my friends in. Because in the end, they turned out not to be my friends. I mean, arguing why you shouldn't have to pay five days' worth of rent when the agreement was you're gonna pay the rent, and arguing why you don't have to pay for food you ate without asking or coffee you said you're gonna pay for. Like, you know, like, how is that even an argument? I mean, it's not like he was desperate and only had a hundred dollars left to his name. I mean, this guy's making decent money every month forever. He's on disability. And plus he's got a whole, like he's got like four or five grand in the bank. It's like, come on, come on. (laughs) You couldn't pay $43 and cost the friendship and started this fight and started this whole thing. And I just feel like it was the last straw, you know, the last little bit, of disrespect that I was going to take. It was like, I'm over that. I deserve more. I deserve more than that. So I'm no longer factoring these people in. And it was funny is that they just fell to the wayside just like that. So fast. The moment I started thinking, I'm going to live in a gorgeous house at the beach. I'm going to live in a beautiful seaside community. I'm going to have friends that come over and have glasses of wine with me. I'm gonna have friends that maybe will even play cards I've got to learn a few card games or something maybe I don't know or maybe we'll go to art galleries together or have fabulous lives together or maybe I will um, host uh, you know days at the seaside painting the ocean or something I don't know I might do art workshops I mean I start thinking about all this beautiful and fabulous, Um, these fabulous ideas that I could come up with and things that I could do. And I was like, you know, I could do all this stuff. And I started putting myself there emotionally. Like I have friends that want to do stuff with me more than once or twice a year. People that will come on over and Hey, What you doing right now? Let's have brunch. You know what? Let's go out. Let's go out to eat. And I started to see myself driving in my new car. I don't even have a car, but in my mind, I'm driving in my new car. I'm going to the mall or to a grocery store to get amazing food to come back and make food together with my friends or, you know, and I see all this amazing uh, activity in my life. And I get so excited. And what's funny is the universe is like, well, before you do, before you go, let's throw this one monkey wrench into your plans and have these people fall to the wayside. They could not stand up to the true testament of my newfound personal power in the way that I'm charging my life. They flew off the track. <laughs> I stayed on the track and they flew off it. Right. They flew off of my track. They're on their own track. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, people are going to fall away all the time. And so, you know, you just got to keep sticking to your guns and sticking to your course and don't allow bad memories to fault your, your current or future life. And don't, Allow bad imaginings or chaotic thinking for the future to derail your plans now. Stay on your path. Charge it the way you need. Say things. Honestly, say things to yourself. Like, I deserve love. I deserve affection. I deserve friendships. I deserve mimosas, baby. (laughs) Or virgin mimosas if you're an alcoholic. I'm not encouraging drinking if that's a problem for you. Thank you, God. It's not a problem for me, but, (laughs) you know, I deserve a fabulous life. I deserve wonderful friendships and I deserve uh, to have everything that I've wanted my whole life. I deserve a beautiful house and and a nice place to live and I'm going to claim it and accept it for myself. I'm going to claim and accept a bunch of money for myself because what a, I deserve it. B I'm going to use it to help my children and to probably anonymously donate throughout the communities. You know, I see the people that are suffering. I'm not going to go right up to them and go, Hey, I'm rich. I want to give you the money (laughs) because you know, it's a surefire way to get killed. Robbed, you know, (laughs) so I'm not going to do that, but I wouldn't mind coming up with foundation that helps people that are less fortunate. I, you know, there's things that you can do when you have the things that you need for yourself and the things that you need for your family. And then you have enough. And when your cup floweth over, that is when you yourself can start filling up the cups of others And you can't do that if you're worried about the future or thinking from a chaotic mindset. And you can't do that if you are, uh, just dealing with the bad, bad memories of the past. So anyway, there's those, my thoughts for the day. I wanted to, uh, tell you guys, um, I've been having the fucked up dreams, man, the weirdest dreams. And it's always right before I wake up and, uh, but the other night, okay, I'm going to tell you the one from yesterday. I literally think I was in hell. I felt like I was in an upside down world. And every time I looked out and I remember, um, I was there in this place and I looked out and I saw the ocean and I saw the, um, the, the sky okay so just a typical skyline the oceans below and the skies above and I saw the the land which was sand you know and it's what I've been thinking about a lot and I saw it and the person I was in the room with said it's the equinox and you're in Ecuador so don't be afraid if things go upside down if they change around for you and I'm like what are you talking about And they're like, it's the equinox and it's Ecuador. Like, you know, it's like the same thing. This person said the same thing. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell you're on about, but I'm going to look at this beautiful view again. And I walked to the window and I flung open the curtain and the sky was upside down where the land should be. And the land and the ocean was upside down where the sky should be. And I started to feel very, very dizzy and disoriented and very sick. And I was like, what the hell? And they said, well, you're in Ecuador and you're in South America. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with anything? The sky is always the sky. And they're like, but not where you're at. Everything is upside down. And I'm like, I, I don't even know what the hell this means. There's a weird dream. And then I looked outside again and again, I got sick and um, I just said to this person I don't accept your reality and I don't accept your reality for me and that might have been the whole point of the dream anyway I'm like I don't like anything you're telling me and I don't believe it and I think you're full of crap you know (laughs) I think I was about to go to Google and prove them wrong even though I saw what I was seeing I also felt like I was seeing it from the inside of my eyes. You know how, how you're, I'm like, there's something wrong with my eyes, but I trust my gut instinct because sometimes your eyes can see something, but it's not always a hundred percent what you think you see. You know, um, and that just reminded me of something. Um, a friend of mine, or somebody I know, I should say somebody I know, uh, stopped his marriage because he saw his wife making out with somebody in the car and he had a, he took a video of it. He was so mad. And later, I mean, years later he realized when he analyzed the video and he blew it up and he looked at it, it was more like, um, his wife was, wearing a, a a special kind of coat that had an extra hood and it looked like a a person and she had it over the slung over the other seat and 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 she was alone in the car but his perception was so off and it was it was the and and they're back together everything's fine but it was like one of those things it wasn't years later it was, it was months later but it felt like years Cause I was so sad. I was like, Oh, you guys can't break up. This is, you guys are too perfect for each other. There's no way in hell she would cheat on you. You know, I knew it. I just felt gut instinct. No, mm-mm. but he was so sure that what his eyes saw were correct. That he was willing to blow up his life based the, his reality and his truth on what his eyes could see. And sometimes it's not always what is true. Now, I'm not saying don't trust your eyes. Don't trust your, you know, but trust your gut instinct more. So if you see people, you know, hanging out and you think, well, they're just hanging out. They're just friends, but your and your eyes. See them doing nothing that would give you any indication, but your gut instinct is telling you they're plotting against you or they're having an affair or, or whatever. Trust the gut too. You know, it's not just one thing. But that, I think that's the message of this dream was. It was so freaky. Like every time I looked out, the, I'm like, well, this is wrong. <laughs> I'm looking from the inside of somebody's eyes. There's something wrong. There's something on the outside of this window. That what I'm seeing is not correct because what I know is true and what you're telling me is false. And then I woke up and I thought, I think I was in hell. I literally think I, that somebody was in hell and they were seeing everything upside down. And I was just visiting their cell, (laughs) their hell cell. I mean, I feel like that's what it was. It was such a freaky dream and I don't know who it was. I don't know who I was in the room with. It was like a very small room and it was very dark and he had this beautiful view. But every time I would go to look outside, everything was completely upside down because he was told. He's in South America, but then he was also told he was in Australia. He kept saying I'm in Australia, but you're in South America, but we're seeing the same thing. Cause we're both down under and we're in the, we're in the under place. And you know, which I wake up, I'm like, well, pfft, I was visiting hell. Obviously that is the under place. And maybe he does look opposite there. <laughs> but I remember thinking, no, I don't, I, I trust my gut. I trust my eyes. I know where I'm at. I don't know where you're at, but I know where I'm at. I'm seeing what's inside your head and inside your eyes. The lenses of your eyes may deceive you, but my gut instinct does not deceive me. My God power does not deceive me. And so that was like a really freaky message. And anyway, a couple days ago, I had a dream. This one's freaking me out. It's something that really haunted me for like a couple days. I was on board a Pleiadian uh, spaceship, like a really big ship, and they have a zoo. And they have animals in the zoo, but the zoo, but the animals are free to walk around on the one level of the ship. That is the zoo. And you can interact with them and talk to them via telepathy. And there were these, um, animals that I was calling moose, but they looked kind of like a moose or a deer, but they had blue eyes and Ashtar share came to me and I mean, I I freaked out because these were getting very close to me, looking into me. They were looking into my eyes in my dream. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of freaking me out. And they started to telepath with me and I started looking around and I realized I was on a spaceship and I completely freaked out. (laughs) It was like, how the hell did I get up there? I don't remember going up there. It was like a really weird dream. So I woke up, I sat up, you know how you do when, when, Heavy breathing, like, oh, oh my God, where was I? (laughs) And Ashar Sherhan came to me immediately and he said, I'm so sorry. You were on board my spaceship. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like, I was astral projected there. And then I started to lucid dream. And then I started to become more aware of my body here. And then I started freaking out, like, wait a minute, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And so I'm like, okay, tell me about these creatures. So I don't know if you guys have ever had a dream about dealing with the Pleiadians, um, in the astral, but I'm just going to tell you the because It was just so weird. Um, but he told me that these are creatures from another planet. He didn't tell me from where, what galaxy or whatnot, but they are highly intelligent and telepathic and they don't care to be like humanoid form. They want to have four legs, like a normal, like a moose or a deer, but they don't have any horns and they have a great deal of empathy. These creatures were very empathetic and they have blue eyes. Some of them have brown eyes, but the one I looked at that freaked me out the most had blue eyes and it looked at me like a human would look at me and it started to cry and it had tears in its eyes. And I think that's what freaked me out because That part of the Pleiadian spaceship, it's like a zoo. And they were showing me um, how they make it like the habitat of the creatures that they inhabit. that inhabit that part of the ship. So I was like in a forest with these weird creatures around me looking at me with their blue eyes and crying. And they were feeling like all this empathy and all this love for me. And they were like starting to heal me, which was pretty cool. And I guess they're delegates from their planet because they can heal people by looking into their eyes and seeing into their soul. And it was like, it was so unbearably intense that I panicked. And I, I came down here and I, I was up for an hour and a half, four in the morning to five thirty in the morning. Like I could not handle this shit. Like <laughs> this was intense. Like what? What were these creatures? Oh my God. Well, if any of you have had any weird um, dreams about that kind of a topic, let me know. But I have seen a lot of posts where people are absolutely freaked out by what they are dreaming about. Lots of weird dreams, like inexplicable stuff like that, where you look out the window and the sky is the ground and the ground is the sky and someone trying to convince you that that's normal. <laughs> it's like, I know it's normal, buddy. And, and what you're telling me is not normal. And I know myself. So I don't know. I think some of these are tests and some of them are just weird. And the energy is funky as hell lately. And, um, we've got a lot going on, uh, astrologically this week. I wanted to hop into some of the things going on, um, I mean, we, okay, we have not only a full moon tomorrow, but also a lunar eclipse. And also on Friday, we have Mercury is going retrograde and Saturn just went retrograde like two days ago. So I'm going to maybe do go more into this stuff tomorrow, maybe, or Thursday, but let's see if I could go into some of this stuff. The lunar eclipse aspect is, um, let's see. They're saying it's, it's, uh, you might experience changeable moods, changing tastes can present relationship difficulties, especially if you have wandering eyes. Ooh, (laughs) be careful of that. Careful. Speaking of cheating. And as my example earlier, um, If you're dating, take care not to lower your standards or ignoring obvious character flaws. See, you know what? This is also in your friendships as well. This is what I just came through. I just got done with this lesson. You know, um, you just don't lower your standards and don't go out of your way for somebody who would never go out of their way for you. You know, like my friend who I went out of the way for like eight, eight hours a day for... Five weeks energetically working on his marriage and and, and helping him and he couldn't go out of his way to clean up a fucking egg off the counter and by the way uh, one of you sent me a really hilarious meme I'm going to see if I can't put it up (laughs) on my insta which is at mermaidgirl888 Um, (laughs) you made a really funny meme based on um, this part of the story that I was telling you guys yesterday But yeah, I mean, if somebody can't even bring their standards up to living at a normal level, you know, for you, why would you even bother lowering your standards to even hang out with, with someone who's literally very little life energy, very little life force in the way of wanting to charge up that relationship or that friendship? Like, you know, it's literally someone who's being a low life, low energy low life, you know, um, it's like crazy. It's, it's totally crazy anyway. Um, so what does it say here? Uh, if you, (coughs) excuse me, if you, um, are not taking care to lower, if you're taking care not to lower your standards, you're going to be fine. If you ignore obvious character flaws, though, you might be subject to embarrassment, disloyalty, or scandal at this time. You have to watch your tendency towards excess when it comes to food, alcohol, drugs, and gambling, especially if you have addiction issues. A good way to avoid moral decay is to spend time sharing your goodwill. And by the way, I'm getting this information from AstrologyKing.com. I highly recommend him. I adore his outlook on everything. He's very good at astrology. So that's why we're reading from his website today. Uh, charitable work would be fulfilling, but make sure you leave enough for yourself. And that's what I was just saying earlier. So I'm glad I'm right on the money with that. Uh, the tendency to overdo things t- needs to be watched when you're shopping and your faith might be tested, whether it's religion or other forms of spirituality. Um, you might find that your faith is being tested. So turn to what you know to be true in your heart of hearts in the spiritual world. Okay. So, um, let's see here. Um, let's see. I just, I just, Uh, I had a pop-up. I hate the pop-ups, man. And it wasn't from his website. It's something's on my computer. All right. Um, So where were we? Um, Right. Okay. Leaving stuff for yourself. Okay. So this is a good eclipse for you to broaden your horizons through education in the humanities and social science but you might also want to pay attention to business and law. There's other aspects. Um, Mercury goes retrograde on the 29th, so remember that's like three, three and a half days from now. And at that point, you might feel confusion, deception, insecurity, misunderstanding, and these might have a major influence on the full moon, which is tomorrow. So this aspect, Mercury square Neptune, might distort your thinking. So beware. Just be aware might complicate discussions or your business dealings. It's important to listen carefully and speak in simple, clear terms. Do not allow room to misinterpret your words or your actions. Okay. If you have any um, important business matters or governmental matters, seek professional advice or help from a trusted friend. But also (laughs) I would say just double check and triple check. You know, get all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed. Make sure you have to avoid treachery and scandal at this time. Even little white lies might lead to embarrassment or a more convoluted cover-up. So be careful. Be honest. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I'm thinking. (laughs) Um, He also says avoid conspiracy theories or strange and extreme spiritual and religious views at this time. I think that's a wise advice. Protect yourself against loan sharks or pushy salespeople, cult leaders, and psychic vampires. So you might be more susceptible to inflection, poisoning, or overdose. I don't know what it says, inflection. Maybe he meant infection. So, yeah, be careful. Maybe keep wearing your mask um, and don't go around to other people right now. You know, until maybe next, maybe stay in during the weekend, you know, binge watch your favorite show. Special season two is out. I love that show. Venus um, <laughs> square ne- Neptune this week is going to give us a heightened need for tenderness, but also increases the risk of over idealization. So you might have a distorted image of someone, and it could lead to disappointment, scandal, and being taken advantage of. Matters of trust might be an issue in your relationships. Having an affair during this eclipse will be very difficult to hide. So be careful. Uh, Don't just don't do it. Be honest. You know, Um, having integrity is, you know, having a good reputation. It's, you know, your word is your bond. If what you say is following your good reputation and if you ruin it or do anything that when it comes to light can ruin it, then no one's ever going to believe you again or trust you. So just don't do it. Always take the high road. So, um, anyway, uh, you can read more on astrologyking.com. I don't want to get too, too far into this, but, uh, he says there might be unexpected restrictions due to Saturn squaring Uranus, um, might bring changes that you don't want. So just the, tread lightly, basically tread lightly at this time. Now, I just looked, it's 4242, there we go, (laughs) for your angel numbers for the day. Um, I wanted to say one thing, though. Everyone is so afraid of this eclipse season, and everyone has been really scared because the eclipses are coming. There's nothing we can do about them, but it is what it is. But it's not always bad, okay? And so there was one that I wanted to say to you guys. It says, um, now, tomorrow, uh, according to aligns on Instagram, this was something that I saved in my spiritual folder for to read you guys. This year's Super Blood Moon is here tonight, May 26th. This powerful super full moon in Sagittarius, which is all about travel and freedom, by the way, will open up a portal to manifest better realities beyond our imagination. And more luck, love, abundance, and dreams will be coming to life rapidly. So claim your dreams, make a wish, and affirm it. So it's not all misalignments and oh shit the stars are gonna kill me. <laughs> Stay inside the sky is falling chicken little. You don't have to chicken little it baby. You know you might have some really good things coming your way. Alright. So um I mean you might be tested and if you're doing something wrong it's gonna come to light. But if you're doing something right it's gonna come to light. Now this one uh the resonant witch is uh, also uh, another Instagram account, and this is what she says. Um, in fact, she was just retweeting someone else, Danielle, the resonant witch, or at resonant witch. I guess she's, it's her own. She has two accounts, I guess. She says, Everyone is concerned about the astrology right now, but please remember, Saturn in retrograde is serving up karma. Meaning that if you've been doing good in the world, then the eclipse is going to create miracles. I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You sexy thing. (laughs) Okay. If you've been doing good in the world, then the eclipse is going to create miracles. To return the favor, don't let the collective's fear rob you of the excitement of what's to come. So I'm going to leave us on that positive and amazing note because I feel like this is a time where we're going to reap what we sow. We're going to reap what we have sown, you know. So all the bad shit you've been doing, it's gonna come to light, baby. And all the good shit you've been doing, it's gonna come to light, and it's gonna bring you more light. So there you do. There you have it. You know that's 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 how we roll. All right. You know uh, it's karma. Karma is awesome. It can be a good bitch or a bad bitch. They say karma's a bitch, baby. (laughs) You know, but bitch stands for be in total control, honey. And you can easily be in control of your karma by doing good in the world constantly. You know, pretend that the whole world is watching even when you're alone. You know, what do you do when you're alone? You know, do you, not recycle when you're, when it's available to recycle. Do you, you know, trash your friends when they're not around? Do you, you know, do you do the bad things? Do you talk shit about people or do you own it? You know? And I feel like, you know, the, the story I'm giving you guys about my, my ex roommate. I mean, I'm not talking shit about him. I'm not saying he's a this and he's a that and bada boom, but bada it's like, I'm, I'm saying I think he might have this issue where he's a narcissist. It's looking that way. But I'm telling it to you guys because I want you to know for yourself when you encounter someone like this, my God, you know, it's not you. You know, it's like they try to gaslight you. And so for me, it's a learning experience. And it's a learning experience on many different levels for me. And let my... Bad uh, thing that happened be a lesson for you so it can also be a learning experience for you I mean I offer it up freely and openly because you know hey we all make mistakes we tend to misjudge people sometimes shit happens do I still love my friend yeah I do but do I need him in my life moving forward I don't I, I don't you know, and I know his sister's listening to this and I love her very much. And, you know, I don't include her in that, not needing her in my life. Cause I do, I do need her in my life. She's an amazing human being. And for him, I don't know. I just, he's the one he's, he reaps what he sowed. You know, you reap what you sow and so do I, you know, so just focus on the positive positive focus on what good you can do in the world and what good you can do in your own life and have a plan where you're going. If you don't like where you're headed. You better change it. Now you don't want to go off that track. All right. So today, later today, the CMEs are coming according to spaceweather.com. A series of CMEs are expected to hit earth's magnetic field. Which, of course, Aurora Borealis alerts will be, um, (laughs) I mean, listen to that. You might want to go to YouTube if you're not anywhere near the auroras. They're so beautiful and it's fun to watch live or you can watch them, you know, the next day. Because people record them. They're so beautiful. And uh, there might be a message in the auroras for you. Just like there are messages in the clouds or messages on the wind. You know, the universe is constantly uh, conversating with you. It's 455 right now. 55 might be a number, an angel number for you, by the way. So, uh, the CMEs are relatively minor. So don't worry about it. There are several of them though, and it might spark the geomagnetic storms. And when they come, the solar winds are expected to come as well. Right now, the current solar wind speed is 322.8 kilometers per second. So we're not yet being hit by that. When it hits over 400 or 500 kilometers per second, then we will be officially in the solar wind stream unless it misses us. And only time will tell. So anyway, uh, let's see here. AquinasSpaceWeather.com. We still have the beta gamma magnetic field uh, coming off of AR-2824 280 or 2824, sunspot number. And it does harbor the energy for M class solar flares. So we're going to be on alert. The total lunar eclipse is happening um, on the 26th in some parts of the world. It's already the 26th. That means the full moon is going to pass through the shadow of earth. This will produce a total lunar eclipse for 14 and a half minutes. The disc of the moon will turn orange. This is the same color as the core of our planet's shadow. The eclipse will be seen in five continents, Antarctica, Australia, Asia, North, and South America. Well, good. Although where I live, it's overcast. I might not be able to see it. So that's interesting. Um, Let's see here. The neutron counts today are high. We've got 9.7% of the space age average. So we do have some cosmic radiation coming our way. You might be sensitive to that. There are no equatorial coronal holes on the Earth's side of the sun. So what's coming today and tomorrow um, is from what happened on the sun a few days ago. And there's nothing new coming our way. We've only had five fireballs reported. They were sporadic coming down the pipe from the all-sky fireball network and NASA's all-sky cameras you want to check out any of these uh, things I just talked about, you may go to spaceweather.com and check it out for yourself. I highly recommend this as a website. It's interesting. It's science and metaphysical soul speak is all about where science and spirituality meet. So we get a lot of the space weather anomalies and we feel the energy of that. And we get the Ascension symptoms, I believe, from that. And from other things that we don't have the ability yet to measure scientifically. But it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. The Schumann Resonance today is only 9 hertz frequency coming down the pipe from DisclosureNews.it. So not a whole lot going uh, there. Uh, HeartMath Institute is back online so we could look at the Schumann Resonance from two days ago. So what was going on on Sunday, and here it is, according to the site, key, and the Schumann Resonance's um, power. Let's see here. It was just there, and now it went away. Okay, here we go. All right. So here we go. Um, I wanted to let you know, during the break, let's see, on the 21st, so last Friday was at 400, And one Hertz frequency in Lula. if you guys feeling a little wonky on Friday, that might be why in case you're sensitive to all of the points of earth. Um, a lot of people will say the Italian one, Ooh, it was so big at 90. It's like, yeah, but on the same day it was 400 somewhere else. So how can you tell me that 90 affected you, but you didn't feel the 400, you know, it just, I feel like it's wherever we're at on the earth and we don't have enough data points on the planet it costs up to $20,000 to set up a station to monitor the Schumann resonances so someday when I'm rich I might have my own station here in South America because I think it's sorely needed we need more science on this so anyway um, and I'm not a scientist but I would sure love to try to set this up anyway on Sunday this is what was going on in the Schumann resonances power as far as, uh, the other points that we look at are concerned in North, I'm sorry, in California, they were at 90 Hertz frequency on see, Gosh, it's been a while since I've done this. Yeah. That is California. I'm making sure real quick. So in, in California, they were at 90 Hertz frequency and in, uh, Hulu. Oh my God. Where are we at? In Hofuf, Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, I know that's not Hulului. In Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, they were at 86 hertz frequency. And this, of course, is at the 2200 hour. I'm sorry, the 23. Where were we? Ah, there we go. 2300 hour. They were at 86 hertz frequency. In Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, in Lithuania, they were at zero hertz frequency. In Alberta, Canada, they were at 173 hertz frequency. In Northland, New Zealand, they were at 43 hertz frequency. And last but not least, and finally, Hulului, South Africa, they were at 107 hertz frequency at the 2300 hour on Sunday, May 23rd. So those are the Schumann Residences powers. So I feel like we need more stations set up in different parts of the world. I think we need one in Hawaii. We definitely uh, need one in South America, if not, Just here, maybe also in Brazil, a few different places. I, I, we need one in New York. We need to know what's going on in different parts, you know? So, um, hopefully someday we will have this information. I just looked in here. We had 5555. There's more angel numbers for you. All right, guys, I'm going to do a tarot Tuesday for the full moon and the lunar eclipse. And, um, I'm going to just do a reading for the collective, not in the realm of love or career or finance or whatever, but just in general, I'm going to do a general tarot reading right after this itty bitty musical ditty. guys so I have already laid out the cards I did a Celtic cross spread and we are using the everyday Witch tarot I haven't used these cards in a while they're by Deborah Blake the art is pretty cool and they usually have a little black cat in them just like I have a little black cat in my life (laughs) so it's pretty cool all right uh, So a Celtic cross spread is 10 cards and I will explain it as I go along. At first I'm going to give you my gut instinct. I'm always connected to prime creator and he's going to give me his two cents worth of course. um, Because sometimes the cards might mean what the cards mean, but the card in this particular situation might mean something a little bit different or there might be a slightly different impression. So here we go. <laughs> uh, before I get into it, though, I also wanted to say a uh, quick thank you to Michelle and to Ann, who have also donated to me because uh, they like hearing the show and they wanted to help out. And they know I'm uh, financially, eh, I've been a little shaky lately, so I wanted to thank them. And a huge hearty thanks to Lizzie, who could not have been more generous with me. I mean, she really gave me the money that helped me get into this apartment and a half of my moving expenses. So I'm really grateful to Lizzie by the way. So, um, and her boyfriend also, cause this is from both of them. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. I, I knew there were some names from yesterday I'd been forgetting and the uh, donations started to trickle in uh, over the break. And I don't know how I could have forgotten Lizzie because she gave me the biggest donation, which really humbled me and uh, blew my mind. And I'm so grateful for it because I wouldn't be seen here doing the show right now if I had not gotten that. So a big thank you uh, to them. So, all right, here we go. Um, I've already cleared my Pepsi bodies as I call them. Physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual bodies of the individual. I've cleared them all so that when I bring this reading to you, I uh, bring it to you with a clear energy field. Then really quick doing my aura, checking all my chakras real quick. <sighs> I had a little bit, I had a little bit there in my heart area. Ooh, okay. I'm letting it go so I can read this clearly. All right. Now, when you uh, clear your chakras, it's imperative that you don't just focus on the seven in your body um, and the minor ones in your body. You have more than seven, but some of them are very small in your hands and feet, knees, ears. Um, it's important that you also clear the eighth ninth tenth eleventh and twelfth chakras as well I just want to mention that because usually uh, people get new to spirituality and they get into it for a couple years and decide to put out a class on all the chakras and then they say chakras chakras one through seven and they forget that we also have eight through twelve as well they're outside of our body but they're just as valid as the others in fact you cannot progress Until you love everyone on the planet. And that's what opens your 11th chakra. So um, just wanted to bring that up. Um, Okay. And that one's below your feet. If you want to stand on a platform of love, harmony, and unity with others, it's a good place to start. Love everybody. Imagine uh, your enemies and love them. Imagine, you know, general enemies of human beings like, you know, Hitler or, cops (laughs) cops <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever it, it that means for you and love them anyway. Evil people, you know, just, just, just love them. Love, love, love because behind all of the masks of the bad guy over here or the Republican over there or whatever, you know, you consider to be evil or mean or bad. Um, it's all just God. It's all just God anyway, because it's all a big fat illusion. So you have to love yourself and you can't love yourself unless you love God. And you can't love God or yourself fully until you love everybody. Period. Simple and yet hard. <laughs> and that is the conundrum of a spirituality right there in a nutshell. Okay. So, uh, let's get to it. The very first card, what represents us, uh, the card that, I got it's like basically where we are at as a collective right now now you may or may not relate to this and if you do not that's okay you you take with uh, you what resonates and just leave the rest if it does not apply let it fly as they say so um the first card I got was the seven of swords so it's kind of like we're gathering up all of our burdens and we're running with them. We're gathering up the things that we need to look at the shadow sides. Now keep in mind this, this is the full moon and a lunar eclipse tarot Tuesday edition. You know, this is, um, if you s- listen to this in the future, it might be every bit as valid for you in the future. Um, this, the, my readings are timeless. So you can hear this six years from now and it might actually be valid to you at the moment. But, um, when I look at this card, this is what I see. There's a a witch and she's holding seven swords, clutching them tightly to her chest. And her little cat is um, heading up the rear and kind of keeping her safe as they go through this whipping wind together outside. So, I kind of feel like in this energy, she's um, holding onto her sorrows, holding onto her burdens, um, not wanting to drop them or let them go, but not sharing them either. She's keeping to herself. And I, I, when I look at this in relationship to the, the full moon and the eclipse, I see, we are looking at our shadow selves and our shadow side, and we are trying to figure out what we need to heal. (laughs) You know, like things are starting to come up for healing and we're like, Oh yeah, right. There was that violation of my space and privacy, privacy. And there was that abuse and there's that bad memory from that person. And we're gathering them up. we're gathering them up to ourselves. So I'm going to go to, excuse me, the um, Deborah Blake's everyday witch tarot um, guidebook, which I paid for on the app just to see um, what all the things say. Um, Let me see here. The full text from the book. Um, la 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 nothing to see here folks <laughs> pretty much is literally what it says here um, I, I added the word folks but anyway seven of swords says I'm carrying this stuff with me but am I running away or running to and that's got to be a question you ask yourself is there something that you're running away from or avoiding and if if so what and what can you do to fix it and is there something that you're running Two, and if you are, are you carrying your burdens with you, right? That's the way I look at it. If you're carrying your shadow self, you know, you're walking into a new relationship with your burdens. Are you ready to lay them down and let them go and heal them? Or are you going to allow the daggers to come out in the middle of the relationship and um, upset things? A question You have to ask yourself. So it says there's something wrong with this picture, isn't there? Our friend carrying the swords clearly is someplace that she does not belong and she's doing something she's not really supposed to be doing. <laughs> but it says appearances can be deceiving. She might be taking something away or bringing something in, it might be a heroic mission or underhanded, uh, mischief, but it does look like shenanigans are afoot no matter what it is. So a seven of swords is a warning to be alert. Whatever situation you're in the middle of, it might be more complicated than it appears might be hard to know who to trust. And if something seems off, you have to listen to your instincts but on the other hand, you don't want to jump to conclusions. So there might be a perfectly reasonable explanation for that guy walking off with all your jewelry. (laughs) Oh, I'm just getting it cleaned. (laughs) Oh God. All right. Yeah. In fact, it says right here, maybe he's just taking it out to get cleaned. See, (laughs) that's all it is. So, I mean, there was a movie that I watched called Maidenusa. And it's about a girl in Peru who's a teenager and it's a pretty crappy movie. I mean, it's well made but also so scary and it's crappy in the way of what happens and there's a, a holiday every time there's a lunar eclipse in this one part of Peru where the people believe they could do whatever they want because God cannot see them because of the lunar eclipse. And so her father uh, rapes her. And then when she moves runs away, he starts raping the sister during the lunar eclipses. It's a really, that's why I said by bad movie. It's, it's a good movie for what it is, but it's really crappy story because anyone who would do that to their own child is a very crappy person. And I feel like even though this is maybe not you, um, I feel like there's a little bit of that underhanded deceptiveness. It could be in our governments, could be in our families, could be in some of our friendships that we thought were real. It could be in our lives in some way or another. And so... You know, like they say they put fluoride in our water, you know, because they want to protect our teeth. (laughs) But in reality, they want to control our ability to be um, psychic. It affects the pineal gland, which except it it affects the psychic ability. And it also um, controls people. And it's like giving uh, the people a sedative. And so fluoride is in inner cities more than rural areas in at least the United States. And it's a big scandal, you know, so uh, like that's, so that's what I mean. It could be stuff like that where they say it's good for you, but it's not really, or maybe their intentions were good, but it had horrible consequences. Right. Um, when I see the seven of swords, I, I, that's what I think, you know, there's something in your life that's, it's not totally, you know there's a shadow part to this This There's a shadow I mean even in the in this picture she's not even looking she's looking away from us we can't even see her face like there's a deception there's a Decepticon (laughs) you know there's like some kind of a con there's something going on there that's not quite it's just some shady ass business basically and I feel like we need to look in our lives where that was happening And what is it that we are afraid to look at or refusing to look at things that we've maybe even been lying to ourselves about things that we're not really ready to accept yet. What can we start accepting that we weren't before? You know, for me it's um, the realization of my friend who was my friend for six years, not being who he said he was and my inability or unwillingness to see who he truly was and giving him far too much credit, you know, um, it just feels like I really should have known that, (laughs) you know, I really should have known. I should know better at this late date in my life. I should have known better. I'm not beating myself up over it though. I'm happy. I know better now, you know, and I'm moving on, but this is the time where the secrets and the lies are coming up. They're going to rise and that's what's happening right now. Now what's crossing us at this time, and this is what's wonderful Okay, so there's the secrets and the lies and the shadow aspect and the lunar eclipse energy fully in this card, right? And it's like, we don't even know what we don't know. we got to figure it out. But guess what's crossing us is justice. Oh, my God. That is an excellent card for this position. Now, the justice card, I mean... Oh, and this is so cute. She has a scale with a, a black cat and a white cat. <laughs> um, but okay. So we don't know. We don't know, but guess what guys? Saturn is in retrograde right now. And that means karma, bitch. <laughs> That's karma. <biatches. laughs> that means guess what? That justice is coming home to roost right now. The the things that have kept us from our twin flames, if they're some of these secret deceptive shit, or another person who was keeping that at bay, you know, like something that maybe you don't even know about. Maybe your twin was involved with something or someone that made his or her life or their life very, very dark. But guess what? Karma's a bitch and it's coming home to roost. And it's coming home to roost right now with this boom, this justice card. (laughs) And that's good. And it's 11. 11 is a balanced number. Justice. The adjustments will be made. And the light is going to come today again because that eclipse is not going to last long. It's only going to last 14 minutes. And 14 points to the temperance card. Things are being tempered out. Things are being evened out. And that justice card is excellent. It's excellent to have that there. So let's uh, check it out <clears throat> and see what it has to say on, you know, this actual, <coughs> uh, the in this guidebook. So I'm trying to say, okay, uh, she says, what comes around goes around. Exactly. It's Karma. Sooner or later, the universe balances itself out, Eh, but maybe not the way that you expected. And it says a silver-haired witch is wearing a black gown, sitting upright on a chair. From one hand, she dangles a set of scales, and on the side of the scales, there's a black kitten, and on the other, there's a white kitten. They're hissing at each other, (laughs) each one with his paw raised and claws out. (laughs) You know, there's a good side and a bad side, right? (laughs) Oh, gosh. And in the witch's other hand, she holds a large open book of laws. There is a blindfold over her eyes, and it's pulled up a little bit on the outside toward the scale. And she's clearly peeking out. Is she? Let me look really close. Oh, yeah, she's got an eye open. (laughs) Uh, The feeling of the card is serious, but a hint of amusement. Because, you know what? It says that karma, she sure can be a bitch. It literally says that in here. (laughs) That's the theme of the night, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so funny. Totally. So people say that justice is blind and that means that they've never met her. (laughs) Justice sees everything. (laughs) And even when it looks like she's not looking, she's seeing everything. You can't hide the truth. She'll see your actions and even inside your soul. (laughs) If things are not going well, justice is going to uh, look, at where your responsibility in the situation lies if you're worried that someone else won't get what they deserve oh don't worry <laughs> justice is watching everyone and sooner or later she'll make sure that the scales will balance out so don't panic and don't worry everything's gonna be okay like I said eleven. that's even a karmic I mean, that's a a number of uh, twin flames, eleven eleven. It It points to twin flames. I feel like this is for everybody and double for people who are incarnate with their twin right now. So things to consider. The idea of karma is keeping it simple. You reap what you sow. See what I was was just saying in the first? You can't make this shit up. I didn't even draw these cards until an hour ago. Not even an hour ago, like 20 minutes ago. and, And I did when I said you reap what you sow, I didn't even get the cards yet. Like this is crazy. (laughs) Oh man. All right. (laughs) Oh, welcome to season four. (laughs) So, um, life of course rarely works out exactly that way, of course, but sooner or later things come back around. The justice card stands for legal justice on occasion, but It also means fairness and truth and balance. So if you're asking for justice in something, be sure that what you want, the universe won't play favorites, of course, or take sides. Things will be balanced out. And if you're in the wrong, well, you're going to get your karma, right? That's okay. You're going to do better next time. If that's the case, So if you're asking for justice, don't worry. The justice card might appear in the reading as a reminder to be careful of what you're putting out into the world. And it might be an assurance that you're going to get triumph over an unfair situation at last. You're going to be free. If it's unfair, man, it's going to be okay. Now what is the situation that we're standing on right now? What are we feeling collectively? What are we going through? I'm not really thrilled with this. Our foundation right now, guys, is Five of Cups. It's a witch sitting on a shore and she has a party created with all the stuff ready for everyone to come and no one's there, she's alone. And she's at the beach and all of her cups of wine have spilled. And she's very, very sad. And it says ruined. It's all ruined. So are you so focused on the negative stuff that you're missing the good stuff? See behind her, behind this witch's back, she's got balloons and new wine, new cups. She has a feast. Thou prepares to feast in the presence of my enemies. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Right. So it says in the Bible, if you're in the right with God, God's going to prepare a feast for you in the presence of your enemies. (laughs) Karma's coming. Your good karma is right there. Stop focusing on the past or the negative stuff because the good stuff is right there. The good stuff you deserve. It's right there, babe. It's right there for you. I mean, bad things happen, sure. You make plans, you work hard, things are set, you make friends and you have them for six years, <laughs> and then bam disaster. Your friends turn out to be narcissistic dickholes who don't give a crap about you, <laughs> or your perfect vacation gets ruined, or your car breaks down, or some shit happens. You get discouraged, you lose track of the bigger picture and you start to focus on the wrong things. And so this is a reminder. Our foundation today is a reminder that we need to focus on the good stuff. Let go of the bad. That's what the lunar eclipse is all about. It's about transformation and change. It's about looking truly at our shadow side and then letting it go. And what are we going to look at the half full part of the glass or the half empty part of the glass? No matter how many cups you might spill, you're still going to have enough plenty filled to the brim. You still have enough to drink. You're always going to have your wine. So stop whining. (laughs) So uh, don't worry. Things are always going to work out for you. Count your blessings. It says here, if you don't have milk, just drink your lemonade. (laughs) It's going to be okay you're going to be fine. And, uh, but we got to know what to look at. And that makes sense that that's our foundation where we're looking at the bad things, the scary things, the shitty things in our life. And then we're gathering up all the wrongs that were done, all of our wrongs, all of our guilts and burdens. I mean, we're kind of in a negative way right here. And the lunar eclipse is going to really bring that shit out. But rest assured any good thing you put out into the world you need to just stand up turn around and see that feast that's been prepared in the presence of your enemies because right now baby that justice is coming back around and you're going to be fine more than fine in fact now when we look at what have we left behind what is the card that we left behind this is the page of wands. And she looks as a witch and she's kind of has her bag packed. Her cat's up on the road and she's just kind of hanging out on this road and she's thinking about leaving. Needs to go into her future, is what it looks like to me. Her cat's meowing back at her. It's not a black cat in this picture. She's a little red-headed cat, so it's super cute. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. New beginnings can be both exciting and frightening. So what we just came through is a new beginning and a new change. How many of you moved? I just moved. <laughs> I, I mean, I lived for three years and eight months in, in Cuenca in the high Andes Mountains of Ecuador. Straight up Inca territory, right? Canary territory first and for a while Inca territory and, and now I just live at the beach. I moved to the beach to much more simple energy, a simple life energy here. It was big change for me. I thought about it for years living here, but now I'm here and I'm in, you know, I'm in a in between, st- I'm in a way station point, but I just went through this massive change. New beginnings can be both exciting and, and frightening. It can be intimidating to start on a new path, but inspiration and passion will help you take the first step. So the page of wands things to consider with this card. Their uh, pages are often those in need of your help and guidance, or they can be uh, just there along your path, not in a powerful way like a king a queen or a knight, but they're usually there as like a messenger and the page of wands what we just left behind to let go of and accepted about ourselves this one this card represents eagerness and enthusiasm who doesn't want more of that obviously everybody needs that so it says it's time to look at the path you might be missing due to fear or hesitation and give yourself the boost you've been waiting for. Well, I think we've already done this. So if you missed an opportunity, it will come back around, but maybe you could grab the bull by the horns now and just roll with it. And otherwise, you know, we, we just came through something major energetically. We just came through something major. I think we've been collapsing some timelines out. I think we've been doing some things that, um, we needed to do to get where we need to be to be with who we need to be with and to live uh, where we need to live and to have and be what we need. So that's what, where our, uh, what we just left behind, what, you know, just kind of off there to the, to the wayside. (laughs) I think, um, it's pretty cool. This card Especially really, I see all this in relationship to myself. I hope that this is the same with you guys as well. Now, what is above us? What is the message for us uh, from our higher self, our prime creator, our higher guidance, the great spirit, whatever you want to call that energy. What is the biggest message for us coming down from the spiritual realms right now? Now, this is one of the best cards we ever could have gotten in this position. We got the card two. Major Arcana, the High Priestess. Higher wisdom is available to us all. That's a good message. Seek knowledge from within and without. So, uh, the, the High Priestess, at least in this uh, card... Or in this artwork, a dark haired witch sits on a chair wearing her witch's hat. To either side are tall pillar candles on stands, one white, one black. In front of her, there's a large glowing crystal ball into which she's looking. To the left of the crystal ball is a tarot card spread, and to the right, an enigmatic black cat with one foot resting on a drawstring bag from which rune stones are spilling. Well, that sounds like something my cat would do <laughs> behind the table are stacks of books. Mystery surrounds her. And yet you get the sense that this high priestess. She knows everything about you, your worries, your innermost secret desires, your past, your future for you. Even ask one question. She's got the answers you need, but you have to be able to convince her to share those secrets. I guess. Now, what does this, what is this uh, metaphorically actually stand for? The high priestess, that is your higher, uh, well, she's your higher self, but she's more of the record keeper of you, like your Akashic records. She knows everything you've thought, everything you are, everything you know, everything you aspire to be, everything you've said or done throughout, not just this life, but every lifetime since your soul was born. And I think that the message to us uh, from prime creator through this card and by the way, Archangel Gabriel was the one to help me pick the cards out today. I just shuffled them and they came out as I asked and concentrated on the matter at hand. Um, you know, like what's above us, what's below us and the cards would come out when I shuffled. So, all right. Um, the High Priestess gain this card in this position. It's a reminder that we are being watched. So ignore that lunar eclipse energy of, ooh, I'm going to eat a little something, something, and God's not going to know. Nope. Mm-mm. The High Priestess records everything, baby. And that's all your good deeds and all your bad deeds and all of the deeds in between. And also, the High Priestess records all the deeds for those enemies. <laughs> or the people in your life that are not on the up and up the narcissists, the people that are, um, not doing right by you. They're not being their best self. Right? So everyone is recorded, right? So it's just to me, I'm gaining the energy and the feeling right now from prime creator of the giant grand cosmic wheel what we talked about yesterday during the reading of the book the life and teaching of the masters of the far east book 3 um i feel like that you know that energy but also this grand cosmic cycle and energy and the karmic things and everything that's balanced out and is all recorded and justice is going to be served so don't worry no we could drop our swords We could drop our shadow. We can let it go and heal it and forgive. We can also stop looking at the injustices done to us because everything's being recorded. I think that's a great message for us and it's tying right in to the very next card. Now the next card in our spread is the Hierophant. That is um, what is in front of us. What do we need to look forward to? And once we're able to drop all the shadow side and open ourselves up to higher realms, the Hierophant card, and, and by the way, the uh, high priestess, by the way, let me see. I didn't read this card uh, description for you. It means rep- it represents a uh, wisdom. Okay. Uh, deep wisdom. And it comes from outside and sometimes inside us. And sometimes it's just things that just land in your lap (laughs) automatically. Um, So I just, I wanted to say that um, this also might represent, you might have someone coming your way, a mentor or an elder or someone that you respect in the spiritual community. Now they're not going to hand you the answers. You have to go ask them. You've got to seek it out and you have to do the work for yourself. Nobody gets to this life for free you got to be aware of uh, what you've done right and wrong. And what are all the varying shades of gray in between? And you might not have all the answers right now and that's okay. So anyway, so I see. So that's what the card says. So now, but what's in front of us? What is where we're going in the next two to three weeks, there's a picture of a, of a witch in front of some students and they are uh, meditating on yoga mats with their hands open in a receptive state ish. Um, it's like a mudra they're doing in the, in the, in the art <laughs> and the higher fan literally is your higher self. So in the next two to three weeks, I think as you drop your negativity and you let go of the things that were done against you and you let go of all of your burdens that you are carrying and and you allow the karmic justice to be served the way the universe plans on doing it. Oh, and it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be a, a a dish best served cold. (laughs) Let the heated stuff leave. And then you can eat your gazpacho while looking at the ocean, right? I mean, it's going to be one of those moments where you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, all right. Woo, it all came to pass. But in the next two to three weeks, what we should do is just focus on Reconnecting with our spiritual side, reconnecting with our higher self and accepting the messages that will automatically come in. Once we've dropped the defenses, once we've let go of the shadow aspects, and once we stop focusing on the shadows and the bad things of the past, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Now, what it says here is the sacred is everywhere. You create your spiritual path every time you take a step. Listen to those who came before you, but make it your own. Well, that's good advice, Deborah Blake. Thank you so much. This is really, I encourage you guys, if you are interested in these cards, and you could get the app, and you could even do readings from the app if you don't want to buy the cards right away. The app is like $4, $3.99. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's awesome. All right. So, this card is uh, based on the word Hierophany. (laughs) That sounds funny. Hierophany probably is how you say it. And this means the manifestation of the sacred. The Hierophant is one who teaches, he leads the way, shows us how to manifest the spiritual in our own lives. Sometimes a hierophant is our own inner wisdom guiding us to the next step along the path. The teacher represents actual formal learning like university degree or classes sometimes, or just mind-body connections like the yoga that's being shown in the card. It's about creating the bridge between the mundane everyday life that we all lead and the beliefs that shape our personal truths. The Hierophant card might represent an actual teacher. Someone who's going to come and help us be our best selves. And it might be a reminder to stop and just breathe. Take a deep breath. And let it all go, man. We all intend to take our time to manifest our spiritual selves, but the hectic pace of life, well, often it distracts us from the goal. Now, if the hierophant appears in your reading, you might ask yourself if there's a particular person who has wisdom to share with you, or is it a suggestion that you listen to your own inner voice? Are you walking your talk? So in the next two to three weeks, pay attention to that. Are you doing what you came here to do? Are you saying you're going to do something and you haven't done it yet? Well, now's the time to reorganize and restart if you must anything spiritual you've been wanting to do and you haven't quite gotten to you yet. Well, keep in mind, mercury is going retrograde in like four days. And as soon as that happens, you might be interested in getting back to that yoga or the meditation or learning astrology or tarot cards or whatever spiritual thing, learning how to grid with crystals or buying some crystals that you wanted to buy, you know, Don't go out of of your uh, way to spend a ton of money. But, you know, you could spend $5. I give you permission to spend $5 on a little crystal. You know, if you could meditate with it and focus on changing your life with it, it might be worth it. So, the next card we come across uh, that we do in the Celtic Cross is... uh, How are we feeling about ourselves, man? How are we feeling right now? And this card, I'm telling you, this is not a very happy card. I think we're feeling sorry for ourselves. We're not exactly laying around in bed eating bonbons and weeping into our pillows. But we're still feeling pretty fucking raw emotionally. We're feeling hurt. The ghosts of the past are still there. We might have been a little bit more proactive than sleeping too much or laying around and crying. We are actually out of bed, but we're still journaling. We're talking about it. We're trying to make sense of the shit we've been through. And that's part of that shadow thing that we're going through right now. That seven of swords, and now we're looking at the three of swords. I mean, that's they're, they're definitely connected. So let's see what it has to say. That was my gut instinct of what this means. Where we're looking at ourselves, we're just looking at ourselves at a, as a way of we're picking ourselves up, we're dusting ourselves off, and we're getting and we've already started over because that's what the page of wands in the past is. We've already started over. Now we're at the point where we're going, you know what? This is the time. We need to be a little bit more proactive. We're still nurturing a broken heart, broken dreams, maybe a broken career, especially in this pandemic, pandemic, whatever. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the 3 of swords, what it says here is, "Oh my achy breaky heart." <laughs> Three of swords. Sometimes heartbreak is unavoidable, but the last or the least thing you could do is learn from it. Not the last thing. (laughs) Freudian slip. Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, my Freudian slip is showing (laughs) the three of swords. It's just one of those cards that can't possibly mean anything other than bad news. Right? But this is only how we're seeing ourselves. Okay. So at least it's not our future. Thank God knock on wood. (laughs) So it's an indication of hurt, heartbreak, poor communication, or just plain malice. I mean, the story I told you guys yesterday and part of today, what I've been through the past six weeks. I mean, that's pretty much what, what, how I feel. I just feel like the poor communication, the lack of responsibility taking on the part of the other person. And my constantly having to point that shit out. Like, I'm sorry. I have already been a mother, right? I don't need to mother, a grown-ass adult who's in his 30s. Like, come on. Ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, we just betrayal broken heart. I mean, this is the energy. This is what we're looking at right now about ourselves and our lives. It's those swords those shadows that we're carrying with us right now. That's okay. We're going to let it go, make it a point to let it go. So all that can be done to pick up the pieces and try to learn something from this situation is all you can do. So you never end up back here again. And that's the best we can hope for. So if this is a card in a past position, it suggests previous heartbreak. And it's a good thing. And they say it keeps you from getting hurt again or holding you back from trusting. But if it's in the present, ouch, uh, so sorry. Maybe the situation might be repaired with better communication. But probably not, though. (laughs) And so what can you learn from it? if it shows up in a future position, you can act now to prevent a crisis or, you know, run away. <laughs> so it's actually in the present. This is a present card. So it's kind of meaning ouch, like, Oh shit. We're, we're looking at those hurts that we're either going through now or we're getting over right now, or we're revitalizing our, we're, we're doing this revisionist history thing where we look back and go, well, That sucks that person this this Okay, you know what though, I learned something. Revise that. Be a revisionist historian. Look back and go, well that bit the that just oh that was horrible. But you know what? (laughs) Even though that situation sucked the balls off the donkey wagon, (laughs) we can we can still learn from it might've upset the apple cart, but we could pick up some of those apples and we can be okay. It's going to be all right. So here we go with this. Here we go with this card. So this is how we're seeing ourselves right now. We're just like, we're just looking at ourselves, wallowing in our pain and and, and trying to figure out how the hell we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and how the hell are we going to start all over again? Damn it. But how do other people in the non-spiritual community look at us? Knowing or not knowing that we're going through this. How are other people seeing us? It's always helpful to know how people are looking at us. Well, this one's kind of weird. It's the page of pentacles. Wait, what? Like, so it's another message That not everybody sees us the way we see ourselves and not everyone can see our hurt. We might wear our heart on our sleeves, but our hurt is not showing. Our hurt is not showing there. People are not looking at us going, that person had that shitty thing happen to them. Look at her. Would you look at him? Oh, my God. This person totally hurt them. No one's looking at you saying this shit, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about slinking around <laughs> not being seen in public after a betrayal or a breakup or whatever, because you don't, know, no one else is looking at you like this you take a deep breath and know <laughs> you're going to be okay in public. You're going to be fine. So page of Pentacles, that's where we're at now. Hopefully that wasn't somebody is writing to me. Hold on a minute. Let me uh, pause this so I can uh, stop all of these messages. Well, that was worth it, guys. Oh, somebody that I did a reading for about a year and a half ago. I told her that I see a little kitten, a little black cat coming her way. And this is now before I had my black cat. And I said, there's a little kitten coming your way. This little kitten is just going to light up your life. And she said, well, I'm not much of a cat person. And I said, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Cats choose us. We don't really go out of our way to choose them, but when they come, it's, it's, there's a reason, you know what? My little black kitty cat came to me and I was like, ah, oh, damn it. All right. I want my cat. I, I, I choose my cat. When my son said, Hey, there's kittens. And I said, I don't want to see them. I don't want a cat. Don't look at me with that. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, damn it. If there's a black cat, it's mine. And, and my son said, oh, my God, mom, here's a black cat. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> there's my kitty. There's my baby girl. So there she is. And now I got my black cat. But I told this person a year and a half ago, you can have a black cat come your way. And she just sent me this picture. This, this black cat has blue eyes. (laughs) Weird. Very weird. Cause she just, you guys heard the, the, um, you just heard that was her sending pictures of the cat. You just heard that little notification on the show just now. Well, guess what? What was I just talking about? About an animal blue eyes that could read our minds. Oh my God. Ah, I love how I'm so in the flow that we are collectively, I mean, you guys are helping me create this show, right? So (laughs) we're creating this thing in which it just keeps going and going and flowing and flowing. And as we go, we're glowing up together (laughs) and it all is tied. Everything is tied together and you could see the unity in, you can hear the unity in this show. The more that these wild things Happen So, all right, let's get back to the reading. I just, I had to share. <laughs> Woo. All right. So here we go. So, uh, where are we at? So what, how do other people see us? How are they looking at us? And this is the page of pentacles. I am eager to see what the future holds. So they see us as eager to embrace our future because we're going forward in the direction of our dreams. After we know we're going to work on the shadow stuff and we're going to be fine. Our paths are wide open and we're prepared for new adventures and that's what they see when they look at us. They don't see the stuff we're feeling. They're not empaths. The, the, uh, the unawakened sleeping ones. They just see us. They don't feel us. So it says that the uh, page of Pentacles is someone who's eager to get started on a new road. It might be someone young in spirit or young in general. And, but this also might be uh, a new job, a new direction, success, prosperity, or even a young person looking up to you as a guide or mentor. So people are seeing that we're going towards something amazing because we're on the spiritual path. That's how the collective that is not in the spiritual collective, how they're looking at us. That's good. They're seeing us in a positive light. And that's good for them too, because that's their positive uh, view of us is helping our lives get better. And our lives getting better is helping them to have more hope. And it might lead to them being more spiritual down the line. So, um, This card could also represent children. Maybe some of you are thinking about having children or you, you want them someday and it could represent that. Maybe people are looking at you in a way that you might have a family someday. I know for me, I've been thinking someday I'm going to have grandkids. I'm looking at my twin flame and my future with him and, and I see that we're going to have a wonderful time being grandparents together watching the babies, but then sending them home so that we could be together (laughs) and have our, our hot, sexy nights together. But our beautiful days filled with grandkids. I mean, for me, it's such a beautiful dream and it's such a beautiful life. You know, I still want to work on my career and I'm sure he does too. You know, when I meet him in person, we will talk about it but I just feel like it's, it's like we're having all of our gathering up all of our beautiful lives. And that's the way other people are looking at us. So what's to come in the next three months, our hopes, our fears, what's to come. That card is, you know, do we go this way? Do we go that way? It's the chariot card. Number seven, another major arcana, which is good. So, Onwards and upwards, forward, ever, sideways. <laughs> There's a, it's, a, it's a witch on a red motorcycle with a red sidecar with a black cat in the sidecar. It's one of the cutest cards ever. <laughs> I wish I had a, a sidecar with a motorcycle, put my cat in the sidecar. That'd be hilarious. Although cats don't like noises, so in real life, that's not going to work out. Meow. No, never. <laughs> It doesn't matter what direction you pick. As long as you just pick one and you keep moving three months from now, we're going to be on the road to what we want, whatever that is. So this can be, um, you know, an inviting card, but it invites you to pick a road. You're going to be fine. As long as you're moving forward, you're good. So whatever happens, don't allow anyone to make the choice for you. Make your own choice. See what it is that you truly desire and you're going to get it. You're going to shape your own future because you're in charge. You're making the decisions. So choose wisely and move forward with confidence because you're going to be capable of making that journey. All right. So the final card for the reading tonight, I'm going to make sure. Let me see how many minutes we got here. Yeah, we got a good five minutes. So we're good. So, okay, uh, so the final outcome in the next six months from what our work that we do tonight and tomorrow with this lunar eclipse, full moon energy and the Saturn retrograde and the Mercury retrograde, all this energy going right now, if we play our cards right, no pun intended, it's all going to lead to the King of Cups. I love this card. I love this card. The king of cups. Cups is love. It's a road to love, man. I rule my emotions. They don't rule me. She says as tears roll down her cheeks. (laughs) It is good to be in control, but be careful not to separate yourself too much from others. That's what it says. The king of cups. He's a generous man. And this of course doesn't necessarily mean a specific gender although it might in your case I don't know it might be you doesn't matter what your physical body looks like just how you identify as you know what gender you identify as so the king of cups is a generous man he supports arts and encourages creative endeavors of all kinds of course cuz he's full of heart cups means heart He is less emotional than the queen, but he tends to watch the world with a benevolent eye from a distance. It says no man is an island, but (laughs) it's possible that the king of cups is the exception to the rule. Of course, he owns the island. So uh, maybe that helps. He might even invite you to join him there if you can convince him. Your cause is worthy. My cause is worthy. (laughs) Okay. Screaming at him isn't going to help. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Don't do it that way. How do you prove it? I think, well, cups is love. So love yourself. That's how you're going to get to your king of cups. Now it might represent someone else in the reading. Six months from now, you might find your twin flame in your life, if that's the path you're on. And if not, you might be the king of cups yourself. You have your own Island. You are in charge of your world and you did it through love. You did through your spirituality and your heart connection. I think that's excellent. That's an excellent place to be six months from now. So it says, um, the king of cups is supportive and loving and, Maybe a little bit wary of getting involved. I mean, that does make sense. Six months from now, we're we're like at Thanksgiving. We're looking at Thanksgiving in the Northern Hemisphere, in the U.S. anyway. That's around November 25th. So, which is a, a good friend of mine's birthday, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, all right. All uh, right. If the king represents you, it might be a time to take a closer look at your interactions with other people. And are you willing to help as long as you don't get too close? Are you holding your heart a little too safe? Look too close to the vest, as they say. Might be time to leave your island and come join the rest of the world. Especially if you've had your (laughs) COVID vaccination, right? I mean, I feel like we've all been a little bit in that standoffishness energy for quite a while but when I look at the king of cups I mean I see it means love it's a king you're in charge but there's that island thing so just be aware of that six months from now don't let the three of swords situation um, put you in a place where you're not opening your heart to more love and more uh, awesome situations with other humans in the future so Work on yourselves. You're going to do fine. I know I am. And we're going to work on it together. And that's it. Another episode of metaphysical soul speak the podcast in the can. So there you have it guys. Um, I love you. I love you very much. I'll be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. But until then I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension until next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical soul speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you, if you are so inclined To support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.